Good morning, everyone. This is Peter Granich on Wednesday, April 6th, a little after 7 a.m. here in the wonderful state of New Jersey. As always, this is never to be considered investment advice. You should always speak to a licensed financial advisor before making any investment decision. And you should always read my disclosures at the bottom of my website. I speak as a private investor sharing my observations and what I am doing for myself, the friends and followers, uh, many of who have been clients at some portion of a now 39th year in and around the financial arena. What I just want to do here now uh, is to look at what I have told you has been the holy grail on how I approach when to enter a market or stock and when I uh, reach a point where I'm no longer a buyer, and of course when I am a seller. And uh, I've shown this uh, graph above many times before, and what's ever left of my natural life, uh, please God, may I never uh, move away from this, as it's proven once again uh, to be uh, a tremendous asset for myself, uh, with a little help from a guy up in Montreal. So... Here we are, uh, as you know, uh, the past couple of years, uh, I did everything I could to speak about avoiding general equities uh, and bonds to the point of last fall in 2021, saying that uh, not only would I not own them, but I would build a, the largest ever cash position, except that, uh, and I'll get to it in a minute, uh, gold will become so compelling that I would plow a lot of that back into that market. Uh, if you look at this chart, again, uh, the last place you want to be a buyer, of course, is when everybody thinks that it can't miss. And uh, obviously, it's not too long ago when you could remember uh, this being the theme everywhere you look, not just on Tout TV. Uh, but just about everywhere in the financial markets, both stocks and bonds were at the peak of year, and, you know, there was just no way that it could never not do well going forward. And, of course, now the argument would be, uh, and if you remember, I told you that I thought bonds would actually be a worse performer simply because most people that own them don't have any real expectation of loss of principal, where in the stock market, hopefully, People go in at least with an understanding that can happen. And I said that the bonds are going to suffer a, tr a tremendous double-digit loss in 2022. And still, even though here we are at 260 on the 10-year, uh, uh, people are still talking about, you know, inflation going back to 2% and bonds can't go much above 3 and all. And they just don't get it that we are in such out-of-control inflation, and the Fed realizes this now. That's why you've seen such a change in a really short period of time of their talk. They realize it's gotten away big time from them. Uh, trust me, this is this is approaching uh, Volcker-style needed uh, uh, action, except they can't do what Volcker did without absolutely causing more problems uh, than it would help. And, that, and that's the catch-22 that the Fed is in. And uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about that. If you're not out or you don't see that by now, you're never going to see it. So I'm not going to continue. So where are we? 
at stocks and bonds have clearly moved for some, although they're still a hardcore, especially if you turn on that tout TV. You know, this is just a great buying opportunity. It's always a buying opportunity. And again, those are the people you can throw off the top of the Empire State Building and all the way down. They say the same thing. Hey, so far, so good. But we are perhaps at some levels an anxiety and maybe down to denial. But there's really no yet fear, real fear. And as I said, that's not going to come for several more months until the average retail investor who has a lot of their money uh, in passive investments with some financial advisor supposedly guiding them, telling them to hold on, it always comes back, yada, yada, yada. Until they have at least a few quarters of no gains or worse yet losses, then when they start to exit, that's when the real fear and, and desperation and panic will set in. And I still think we're several months away from that. Uh, it could happen sooner, but uh, until such time we have panic and get towards capitulation, there's just no way. And it's probably not going to be for whatever the rest of my natural life is uh, in that because there's a horrible price to pay for many years of uh, living way beyond our means. So uh, no reason to even begin to look at general stocks or bonds. Yeah, there's some technology ones that have bound 60 80%. And, a handful of them may, you know, become buys, but I'm not going to try to be smart enough to figure out who those are, especially when I believe I've placed my money in much better places and are performing much better. And that's what we'll get to now. So let, let's start with gold. As you know, uh, it was back in 2018 when I re-entered after several years of being away from the metals and mining industry. Gold was around 1300 it ran a little above 2000 I had gotten out before it did, and since then have been a, a buyer to the point of uh, this past fall, uh, really plowing a good-sized capital back into it down in the 1700s. I think it will work its way higher over the next few years and get into the high 2000s before that run is over. And so we're probably at best at just touching optimism there's still not a lot of uh across the board enthusiasm for gold that's why i don't think we're past optimism and that's why i you know until we get to excitement and thrill in a market i would still be a buyer so i still like gold uh it's not as cheap but i think it's a much better choice obviously than stocks or bonds if i had to pick up one among the three now, the one that I'm going to make a little change is only because it's done so well, and that's uranium. Uranium now has passed optimism and is touching excitement. And it's at excitement when I become no longer a buyer, whatever I like. Doesn't mean I'm a seller. Oh, no. no. Like I said, I think these things are going to go a lot higher. I personally think uranium price will go over $100. But uh, there's no longer a reason to buy them as a group doesn't mean you sell them it's just that they're you know they're fairly priced now given to what i think the market is going to do so i i i'm a strong holder if i have any of the uranium stocks that i've talked about over these last few years and of course most recently have bought a, a speckleton one that's just you know performing extremely extremely well but i did that through private placements uh, the copper market is probably the most steady of all these markets and the one that I feel most secure about. And therefore, uh, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm still would be selectively uh, things that are related to copper. And, uh, and, you know, so where are we there? Yeah, you know, we're in the optimism, but it's, it's, it's not anywhere near excitement yet. So uh, still like gold, hold uranium, still like the copper. And I guess the last thing people still ask about me, and I'll stand by what I said, I believe Bitcoin's through a massive topping formation. It's the it's the tulip bowl of the 21st century uh, for Wall Street, and uh, I, like I said, I don't believe it's going to make new highs. And I believe this is a massive topping formation. I don't know what else the bulls argued uh, that should you know remember the 500,000 a million dollar price, and they're still out there. I don't know what more could happen. Uh, to drive it, and uh, at this time it couldn't even get near and through fifty thousand. So I just think it's a massive top formation. Uh, real quick, uh, my portfolio remains the same. I had uh, been communicating with the president of Arizona Metals. Uh, I'm so enthusiastic about the future. If you can get past, uh, as I shared with some friends yesterday. Day-to-day fluctuations. It's not going to trade every day at its all-time high. There are some warrants that are still outstanding. The estimate now is that it's under a million shares. They expire on April 22nd. They're at three dollars, and uh, we're probably, you know, this isn't anything I uh, got from communicating with him or, or Michael Gentili, but I would suspect that we're not going to see major news until after the Easter vacation. I think most companies, if they can, uh, would hold back any positive news until uh, Easter Monday is over. And that's, you know, Canada celebrates that. So uh, I love that. And uh, I just like the way things uh, are trading. I think uh, everything that I own, uh, I'm a strong believer in, in uh, American Pacific. And I think I've been clear in recent days on, on where I feel on these things. And, of course, this uranium uh, stock that we got involved in is just, you know, by the time there is a U.S. Uh, symbol, it's probably going to be past the point where I'd be a buyer. We're, we're getting to that point. And, again, that doesn't take away that they have a tremendous future. But, you know, when you're in a $0.35 cent private placement, and then you're able to buy the stock at 55 and 60 cents, and then you do a dollar placement, and it's getting close to $2 within a week, just prudence. It has nothing to do, uh, it's a phenomenal story, and that's why, you know, it's probably still going to go, you know, substantially higher over time. Uh, but I just wouldn't personally chase it anymore, okay, and uh, leave it at that. And I think that's it. I will be around during... Uh, Holy Week, but I I always hold back from trying to have appointments or anything. And of course, once Wednesday night comes, uh, I stop all matters of work through Easter. And it's uh, a little bit more difficult this year. I won't kid you, and I'm glad this is not on video. Uh, it, uh, I am struggling at certain part of the day of not having my dear friend Bill Wagner around. It's been uh, probably tougher than even my dad dying uh, because he was a dad, a father, a brother, uh, a, a great Christian 
soldier, everything to me, and it, it'll be forever missed. And so I am going to put at the end of this, I'm just thinking it now as I record this podcast, his favorite song. And realistically, it's a song that describes him. Thank you all. If I don't get to speak to any of you uh, before Easter, please remember what reason for the season is and what Easter is really all about.